When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios, with Jeff Calkins on today's show, presented by Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. Online at RedRiverToyota.com. We're back with the Gabe Kuhn Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Jeff Calkins is columnist of the Daily Memphian, and also host of the Jeff Calkins Show 9 to 11 right here on 92.9 FM ESPN on X on Twitter at Jeff underscore Calkins. Jeff, how was your weekend? Uh, weekend was good. I have two pressing questions, though, Gabe. Of course. Questions that I really need to get to the bottom of. One is, if you had kissed someone on the lips in a non-consensual fashion, let's say you were celebrating a big bowl win or something else, okay. and then you got in trouble for it, and then your mother went on a hunger strike in a church to support you. Would you like that, or would you want you? Would you tell mom, "Mom, lay off. This is my fight." Uh, yeah, I know. I, I would not. Where, where, I would not like be? that. I'd, I'd be on the layoff side. I'd be like, you "Mom, tell relax. mom to stay home. Yeah, Just, chill out. Yeah, yeah. Have <laughs> have a donut. <laughs> yes. Have a biscuit. Whatever it relax. is. Don't don't hunger strike. Okay. Well, then the second question is, of course, this is all. Uh, What's his name? Rubios, the guy in Spain who kissed the Spanish national team player for yeah. the World Cup team uh, in, in what seems to have been non-consensual fashion. And now everyone wants him to resign except for the guy's mother. Um, do you ever kiss anyone on the lips except your fiance? No. <laughs> no. No. Not, not even family members. I'm not, in the, I'm not in the Tom I'm Brady camp. Like, like no, yeah, no, we don't yeah. do that. Do you ever? Uh, yeah, I, I think that's a. I, but of course, cheek. I got cheek so for sure. I mean, that's fine. But I also don't just walk up to random folks the, and kiss them on the cheek. Kiss them on the. I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm so freaking awkward that I barely hug someone. You know, like I don't even hug someone. But, but, I guess there are people out there who will just kiss someone on the lips. And Tom Brady is the obvious example of that. Right? Excitement can kid. take over, I guess, but I've never had that happen to me. But, a, but then in, in, in some happiness, some bedlam happiness, whatever else, you'd hug, you can imagine celebrating with happiness and hugging someone, right? Like you could have a teammate or whatever, of course, right? Or a, Hell, you could say a, I love you. You could say I love you, party. right? You could, you, could, you could say I, all you yeah. want. Kiss on the lips, I... It, yeah, kiss no. on the lips. In, of course, the guy first. What he did was grab his crotch, also out of joy, and then he kissed her on the lips. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. 
he does have a handsome bald head. Now, in <laughs> fairness, he's a rugged-looking guy, isn't he? Like he's yeah. a he's a he looks like someone who would kiss you on the lips, yeah. whether you liked it or not. Um. Anyway, I uh, spent some of my weekend contemplating uh, the kissing incident in Spain. Went on a bike ride. Stayed cool for tried to stay cool for much of the weekend, although it was blasted hot. But then we got released, and we got a little rain, and um, so uh, I watched a little bit of football. Although I have to say, like watching that Notre Dame thing, it was fun till the game started, and it, it was it was even a little fun once the game started. Even the first Notre Dame drive, and then. And then Navy gets the ball. They had a couple nice running plays. You're like, okay, what? And then, like, then it ended. Then, then there five straight touchdowns for Notre Dame. Navy did nothing. And uh, so it didn't really, I'll be honest, it did not satisfy my my hunger for college football this past, this past week. I did get all the, I did get a kick about the offseason conversation about Navy throwing wrinkles in the offense. It looked good. It looked <laughs> they did, 0% yeah. difference. It uh, looked exactly it looked the no same. Different. It Which, no different. I had this conversation with, uh, with Connor off the top of the show. You, if you're Navy, you fired Ken Niamatololo, probably your, one of your most successful coaches, at least right. in modern times. And you bring in his DC, and there was—it's the same team. Like I did, there was there's nothing different the point, about that. What team. is the point of that? What is yeah? If you're going to fire him and bring in something else, bring in something else, not just a lesser version of him. That's weird, right? I think that's weird. When you played Navy, by the way, how'd you guys do against Navy? Uh, I was I was one and two against Navy. Two, oh. We had the loss that eight and zero year when we got we got beat as the number thirteen team in the country in the college football playoff rankings. Then, and that was that would have been twenty fifteen. Was that high scoring? That was high scoring. It was high scoring. They said, well, well, they were more high scoring than us. Right. Were they, where we was had that? no was chance. We yeah, it was here. We had no chance yeah, of stopping them even remotely. Um, then we went to Navy. Tony Pollard had a you know return. We ended up having a chance to go score um, to mm, tie the game right. up. Roderick Proctor, I believe, fumbled the ball, and we didn't. We came up short that game, and then we beat them my senior year. Um, I think they were ranked like 24th at that time. We were at home. Um, good game. That was that was and the fun, how, that was a good win. How frustrating is it as an offensive lineman sitting over there watching them and just Navy? Oh, it's brutal. Navy, grinding oh. down. <laughs> just you're off the field for eight minutes, nine minutes, ten imagine. minutes at a time, and they're going for it on fourth and one. I, the most frustrated I've ever been in a game, and I truly mean that, was that 2015 game when we were eight zero and we lost. Our defense couldn't even come close to getting off the field. It was the most miserable I've been on a sideline. Because you, you yeah. can't do anything about it. You are you are completely helpless. And there's no one even to blow up. You blow them up and the ball's not there. Like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and the worst, you know, the worst. You're like an idiot. The worst feeling ever is when they're the the first option, the fullback dive goes for a 50 yard touchdown. Yeah, right. that is the frustrating. That's the most frustrating play in football. When your linebacker decides to go tackle the quarterback or tackle the running back and ignores the fullback entirely. Uh, well, Notre Dame didn't seem particularly frustrated no. by it. You do feel like the service academies might be in for a bit of a rough road here with the NIL and I, transfer portal. I and, agree. And on the on the bright side, it looks increasingly like the Memphis Tigers could be three and zero. Yeah, at the that, very least. Yes, at the very yes. least. 
Yeah, they've done well against the triple option. I think there was a – when Navy was a conference mate, there was definitely a uh, transition period where you had to learn how to defend the triple option. Right. I think they're there now, right? I think they've been there for a few years. And they don't have the dynamic quarterback. And I don't think Navy is Navy. So, um, yeah, they don't I have mean, Keenan Reynolds anymore. Right. Yeah. So, uh, and that gets you to – that gets you to the Boise State game. Right. Yep. And uh, so, um, win together uh, promotion. Feeling good about it. you. Feel all yeah, right well, about at that. that at that presser today, which was mostly about the stadium stuff that we've already talked about. We can talk about it more if you want. But uh, Laird Veach said that he is more excited about this year and this team than than uh, than he has been about a football year uh, in a long time. Some of that's because you know they've dealt with COVID and whatever else, and so it's just nice to have you know, to have some degree of normalcy and, and settling in. And, um, but some of it's, I, I, like, I do believe, I do believe this. I don't know how good they're going to be, but I do believe that the enthusiasm that you see coming from that program, whether it's from the players, the coaches, or the AD, the enthusiasm is genuine. It may, who knows, prove to be ill-founded, but I think it's real, I think it's genuine, and I think it's notable. I think there's something about not having the expectation placed on you by a fan base, by a conference as a whole, by you know national media, and just sort of letting it loose every game. I feel like this team's going to have the ability to do that instead of sort of playing tight all the time. Because I don't know how much is being expected of them, like honestly. Well, I think, I think they think they're good. Too, I think that's. I mean, I I think this confidence comes from. I think they think they're good. Right. Um, and we'll 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 see if they actually are good. We really don't have much sense of that, but I think they think that they are good. Um, and and so that you know, and everything lost and everything else is. I do think they're, you know, have some spirit of optimism about it. And I like opening up with a cupcake. I think yes. it's the one. It's the one <laughs> week when I think you can truly glory and like because you don't learn so much, much though ultimately no you don't learn much but from a fan's perspective it, it, week one is just about being back and so it's about being back in tiger lane it's about being getting the grill out again it's about seeing the folks around you it's about you know it's all of that and it's not and then and then you get and then you're going to get a w yeah so on top of that you just feel good about yourself i mean i understand um you know, that people don't like crappy schedules and I, like Florida state and LSU, it's going to be a great game, but someone's going to lose that game. That would depress the hell out of me. So, um, so I don't mind opening with a cupcake. Memphis opens up with a cupcake and, and, uh, and I think that's good. I think that's good. I think they need to create some momentum. And even here's the truth. Even if you say, well, it's just Bethune Cookman, come on. If you can win a game 63 to 4, what, I mean, 63 to 7 or something, or 63 to 11, or 63 to what, that gets people fired up. Yep. Makes people believe, even though everyone understands the context. Yeah, and you got to see some of the playmakers that are transfer portal guys come over and make yep. plays in a blue uniform this time. You know, like that's, that, that gets people fired up, no question. Um, so today's presser was a lot about stadium renovations. I, uh, I've heard a lot over the weekend and even today. Um, tell me if this sentiment is wrong or right. It feels like, and it feels like this to me, 
that the University of Memphis and the mayor's office are more in tune with each other than the Grizzlies and the mayor's office at this moment. Is that is that fair to say, or do you think that I'm, oh, I'm speculating just, too much? It's not just fair to say. It's 100%. But here's, the, here's the truth. The, 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 the Grizzlies want $200 million, and the mayor wants to give them $200 million, and the, the and the mayor wants – this is my assessment of it – and the mayor wants the Grizzlies to take to take what's left. Yep. And so – so I agree, like the, and I think so that the, that that's a hundred percent true. I think everyone believes that to be true. I mean, if what you saw back when Sam Hardiman from the Daily Memphian reported a month ago that there may not be enough money for everybody, what you saw immediately in the wake after that was uh, everyone who was asked about it from the University of Memphis perspective was they were pretty confident. They're like, well, we don't see any problems here. Like, we, we think we're on track. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan would say that. Laird would say that. Everyone would say that. Why? Because when they talked to the mayor's office, the mayor would say, yeah, yeah, we're giving you your $200 million. That's what we're doing. The problem with it is, is that then they go to the Grizzlies and they say, okay, we're taking this, of the $350 million, we're taking $200 million and we're putting it over here. And now we want to figure out a way to finance the stadium your stadium with what's left. And the Grizzlies look at him and say, again, some of this is just projection. This is what I'm imagining. <laughs> the Grizzlies look at him and say, I'm sorry, that doesn't work. That's yep. not enough money. This is not, this does not get us where we want to go. And that's, if it, if that worked, we would have had a, and so instead, so the Grizzlies are, yeah, no, I'm sorry. That is not satisfactory. That does not get us where we want to go. And so then the mayor says, oh, hell, what are we going to do now? And then the, 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 and Memphis says, well, we got to get our $200 million. And the Grizzlies are saying, well, that's all fine and well, but this isn't working for us. Like, what you have left is not enough money for us. You, there is no financing plan of the leftover money that gets us to where we need to go. And, um, and so that's where they are. And so then the University of Memphis today has a press conference saying, hey, uh, guys, we need that $200 because we got to get started. And my fundamental point is I'm, I'm completely supportive of the University of Memphis getting the money they need as long as the Grizzlies yes. first get the money they need. Yes. And so the idea that it's backwards there, that you would <laughs> say, listen, we're going to give the Tigers the money they need. I mean, with all due respect, with all due respect, if right now you heard that – Orlando had a pot of money to divide up between UCF or the Magic. If you heard that Chicago had a pot of money to divide up between DePaul and the Bulls, if you heard <laughs> that Charlotte had money to divide up between UNC Charlotte or the Hornets, and you heard that the bigger share was going to the college team, you'd say, It'd what in the world is wrong? Yep. It's crazy. Yep. So, so I, I 100% agree that the mayor's office and the University of Memphis are 100% on the same page here. I just think it's nuts to think that you would, and to be clear, I don't think there's any particular fear that the Grizzlies are going to like get mad and up and move. But why would you? But it's like, there. You wouldn't want to risk know, it. We all know who the priority here is. We all know, with all due respect, which is the more important franchise for this city. The idea that you're taking care of just because, like, the the University of Memphis, like, chop, chop, we need their money. That, does, that doesn't move them or shouldn't move them in the pecking order ahead of the NBA franchise. It seems crazy to me. 
<laughs> we're having this discussion. And it, it would be it would it's almost be a little on. different if you knew that getting a stadium was oh you're you know this much more uh-huh. likely to be a power power For, conference team. Uh, but that's oh, not the case. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. That's not the case. It's a, it's a, it's a gamble somewhat. If, it's not just a gamble. It's a if you, no, I agree completely, by the way, though. If you knew that getting in would absolutely, if the Big 12 had said, listen, uh, we're letting you in, uh, along with uh, we've you redo to, the stadium, to reopen it. Will you redo the stadium and you're in? That's a much more compelling case, right but now. Even, the truth of the matter is, but honestly, the even then, Jeff, it would be kind of over. it would be even then it would be kind of hard to swallow. Even then, if you're the it Grizzlies. would be hard to swallow. The Grizzlies would be the more significant. But then you could, it seems to me, with a straight face, go to the Grizzlies and say, "Hey, listen." this thing we we have to get this done can you give a little more or you know something else or whatever when all you can offer is yeah realignment isn't over there's going to be another day we think someday <laughs> like and that's it that's all yeah. i got yeah um i just think it's crazy but um but you're 100 percent right that the reason that there has been no concern on the part of the University of Memphis is because they know they have the support of the mayor's office. Now, the fact that they did ran the op-ed Friday and then had the press event today, it doesn't mean they're concerned about not getting the money. They're trying to keep the heat on so they get the money soon. You know, they're like, time's a-wasting. And I do, by the way, understand that if they're trying to get this done and starting in January, they're talking about breaking. They need to know. They need to know how much money. They need to know whatever else. Yes. But but I'll tell you this. They wouldn't be happy if – it's not just that they need to know. They want the full amount, and they've been told the full amount. If, if, if the city came back to them and said, okay, we're giving you $100 million. Go raise the rest yourself, like a lot of universities yep. do. And we'll, but we'll tell you this week, like we'll we'll approve the hundred million this week. They would not be happy about that. Like, like it's not just that they want to know now; they want the two hundred million now. Yeah. And I think 
to be clear, I think they're doing a good job of getting themselves in line to get it because, as you point out, I think the mayor's office um, at least has been pretty giving him assurances that that's the money, that's the amount of money I think they're going to get. I know that like when you first, when we first sort of talked about this story, there's a lot of people out there that, oh, you're making a story out of nothing. There's $350 million. Why do you have to make a problem where there isn't one? This was a lead up to where there is potentially going to be problems. Someone, no matter what, someone, no matter what, is going to be pissed off. You just have to decide well, who you want to piss right, off. Right, right. <laughs> well, and, leaves off and, of course, this leaves out completely AutoZone Park, the soccer stadium, of course. whatever but else. I, those, were all, didn't those, always, those always felt like relative long it shots with like $350 were, yeah. million in state funds. Now, you could argue, I'll take the University of Memphis side here for a minute, you could argue they're not, of the $350 million, yes, they want 200 of it. But then they're saying the the Grizzlies get 150 and then like there was a 600 whatever six to 650 million dollar financing package yep. in other words the Grizzlies do get this tax money to this, this tax rebate the money hotels that's gonna, everything, and everything else and everything that's sold out of uh everything that's sold at at FedEx form for the next however many years some portion of it is rebated back and so they what they're saying is you finance your stadium through that stuff. Um, and, and at least so far, what the Grizzlies have said, there isn't, and I know this to be true, the Grizzlies have said there is no financing plan that you have put in front of us for a new lease and, to, and that enables us, that makes sense to us. So, and I guess my, my point would be, before you give the $200 million to the Tigers, go ahead and make sure that you can, you're, you're at least at bottom line satisfying both of them. Because once you give that money, it's gone. And so you can't just say, and we'll figure out the Grizzlies later. Yeah, no. <laughs> There's no big pot of money necessarily coming later. Or if, in other words, or if you're going to figure it out, just go ahead and figure it out now. And isn't the six hundred million to six fifty? That those are projections, right? That's not just like those oh, yeah. But there's real money. They're not like right. out of thin air. They're not like most people do agree. There, there is a substantial amount of money that will be generated, and so there's real money there. I, I there are different people run different numbers to tell you how much it'll be, and obviously, the more successful the Grizzlies are, the more wins they have, the more popular they are with Ja, the more it will generate. And so, yeah, some of it is is clearly projection, um, but it's real money, and it's how the, it's honestly how FedEx Forum was built, was paid for in the first place, yep. was bonds based on that kind of financing, um, and so it's not it's not illusory. Um, I just think you got to be pretty clear. Like, here's the truth: when we first heard about this pot of money, everyone said the following. They said, "Well." All right, well, it's going to be divided up, and we know what the priorities are. The priorities are going to be. But wasn't it a happy Grizz, day? Grizz, that happy day has yeah, sort of dissipated. It was a happy quickly. day. But we all knew what the, everyone knew. The Grizzlies should be first in line. The Tigers should be second in line. And then if there's more money left over for soccer in our stadium, there's that. Like, I, I don't think anyone in the city thought it was anything other than that. And so the idea that because they're projects first or something, that the Tigers are first in line? I don't know how that comes to pass. That seems just nutty to me, <laughs> but and and unduly peril, 
ridiculous. Again, I don't think the Grizzlies are leaving, or they very clearly have no desire to leave. But why piss off a billionaire by saying, "Listen, we valued the to be you know the college football team more than we valued the NBA team. We took yeah. care of them first. We got to gave them everything they wanted, and we said we'll figure your stuff out." That seems like a weird approach to have towards your. It, 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 to your point, that would be the first NBA franchise. To, yeah. to, to be fair, that would be the first time I've heard of such a, such a thing happening too. Like that would I, I have never heard of that happening where a a college football team's getting state money over a professional franchise. But would seem crazy. But you heard yourself over the weekend. If you're really trying, to, if you're really trying to convince yourself though that the that the Tigers should get this money, you could what you just said. The Grizzlies aren't going to leave. If they wanted to leave, they'd leave. Yeah, the anyway. Grizzlies aren't going to leave. They they can figure it out. There's alternate financing strains, and and they have till 2029 because that's when the lease ends. You can say all those things. It does though. You can't put it. You can't get around the Don't fact. Don't put it up to chance. That, that it opens up at least the door, at least a, a crack for a, the the mo, the worst possible result here, which is. You have a nice new refurbished stadium for your team that still can't get into a power conference, and the Grizzlies are in wherever. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it works itself. They're going to have to – I mean, by the end of the year, we'll I, have I an don't answer. Think, I hope it won't come to that. And by the way, I'm, I'm confident that there are meetings going on. Like the mayor's office, he said, they said all the right things today. They said, we're continuing to work on this. We think we're going to come up with a plan that's going to make everybody proud. And I know for a fact that there are more meetings on this this week. So it's possible. Everyone has behaved very well so far. No one's pointing fingers. And until today, there was really nothing in the, the op-ed. There was nothing really public about any of this. So maybe the little public angst that is being generated will further inspire people to come up with a deal that, that makes sense for everybody. Yep. Talking with Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins, columnist the Daily Memphian. Also host the Jeff Calkin Show 9 to 11 right here on 92.9 FM ESPN. Last thing for you, do you have any allergies? Do you have any allergic reactions that you can run into? Just random question. I don't know if you heard the beginning I don't of the believe show. I'm, I'm, I don't believe I'm allergic to anything. No. Last night I, had a, I went over to Baskin-Robbins, got a two, two mm-hmm. scoops of ice cream. I thought they were both cookie dough. I eat Baskin-Robbins? Where one, is the Baskin-Robbins? The, it was the, I went through the drive through the one with the Dunkin' Donuts, Baskin-Robbins right there on Poplar. You know oh, what right. I'm talking okay. about? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. So yep. I, I, get, I think I'm getting two scoops of uh, chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. I've never drive-thru ice cream in my life, by well, the way. Well, hey, this was one. me. I got home from St. Louis. I, 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 I ate my food. I needed a sweet, okay. so I went over there. Two scoops of two what? Two scoops. I thought it was chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. One of them was chocolate chip cookie dough. The other one was uh-huh. peanut butter ice cream. So I take one bite of my chocolate chip cookie dough. And you're allergic and to And I'm cool. Butter? And I take a bite of my, uh, my peanut butter ice cream, and I didn't know it was peanut butter. I down it. And then I realized, oh God, I'm in for it tonight. Uh-huh. So I, I was, uh, I was you puffy. Have an EpiPen? I was puffy faced last night. I have an EpiPen. I probably have it still at the University of Memphis. I don't have one at my house. So that there's that. I learned that I'm not deathly allergic, but I'm very allergic. I am very allergic. Last night was not a fun night. I, I'm about uh, four <sighs> four Benadryls deep since last night. So I had I had a nice drowsy sleep last night. That was uh, that was something. Then I would think going through life. Well, with a deathly peanut allergy, going yes. through life would be terrifying. Yes, because they have peanuts every peanuts everywhere. I learned it wasn't deathly. It was. I am not. I am not at risk of death, but I am at risk of looking very warped in the face. Um, but yeah, well, that I'm was something. You, I'm glad I should, you survived. I should have gone after ba- Baskin Robbins. They, they need well, a piece of my mind could, for that. I know someone. Yeah, I know someone who had a 
what was it? They had a soup. Maybe it was a it was crab soup, and they thought it was corn soup or something else. It was it was mislabeled, and they that's a problem. Like, but like, are you? Let me ask you this: Are you inclined to sue? Like, <laughs> no. There are there are definitely people who yes, would they would sue in yes. that circumstances. Literally, no. just faced with what you faced with. I, right? I, I live I live I live by the people statement of mistake, just because you, you can know? should you, and usually the answer is no, you shouldn't. No. I mean, there are. It was an honest mistake, and I didn't die. I'm all right now. Right. If I if I would have had to go to a, ho- a hospital bill, um, right. and I was I about to die, different right. conversation. If the, you had been yes, if you'd gone to the hospital and had a two thousand dollar, three thousand dollar copay <laughs> hospital pay, different. I think you should have got you should get that from Baskin Robbins. I agree, and maybe even some pain, pain and suffering. But there are some people who like. <laughs> My face is puffy. Get me my lawyer. <laughs> yes. We're filing tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but I, it was funny because I was telling Connor, too, I, uh, I, have, I have come across peanuts and, like, accidentally eaten some peanuts and, like, tree nuts, walnuts, pecans over the years. Um, but I, I, I thought I had grown out of my allergy of tree nuts and peanuts. I learned last night that is no, I, I did not. I am. I am still very, very allergic. And wait a second. Is this was supposed to be two scoops of the same type yes, of ice cream. Two scoops of the same type and of ice cream. Then they gave like what kind of a mistake is that? I don't know. Person, I have no idea. Which, so was you, the, you, which was the bottom one? Which was the bottom one? Should I grab? Should I lawyer up? No, but which? which they were side by side. So no, there wasn't a bottom so one. They who were side would by side. like if you were the scooper, the ice cream? Clerk, server. How do you make that mistake? I don't know. How do you know. make a mistake? I can understand how you might give one scoop of the wrong type. You just reach in. But how do you get the one scoop of cookie dough and then reach over to the other place and no, get another scoop No earthly idea. No, no earthly idea how they did that. Maybe there were other people in there. They got distracted and they heard peanut from somebody else. And I have no idea. I was confused by that as well. End of, maybe you got well, the end of one Tell barrel. me that. You know, tell me that. Because people do have peanut allergies, you should be aware of that. You should. No, you, the peanut. Yeah. No, don't no, just don't just scoop it out and assume. You know, like that, that seems right. that seems pretty foolhardy. Um, yeah. I agree. I agree with you there. Yeah. Well, well, I'm glad you survived. Yeah, I survived. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate See it. Ya. We'll talk tomorrow. That's Jeff Calkins at Jeff underscore Calkins on X Twitter. Um, also, follow all of his work dailymemphian.com. He's a columnist there, um, and. All of his radio work, 9 to 11, right here on 92.9 FM ESPN with the Jeff Calkins Show. Now, Oxbow is a family-owned and operated retail store that has been making waves in East Memphis for over a decade. They have the best Memphis-themed gifts and tees. You could get Redbirds, Grizzlies, Tigers. They have the best. T-shirts, polos, whatever you want to get, they have the best Memphis-themed gifts and tees. They also have vintage vinyl for music lovers, sports memorabilia, hunting and outdoor gear for the adventurous souls. Go to 964 June Road, two-story storefront, off Poplar on June Road behind the Amico station. You're going to love it. Uh, the, the staff is so friendly. They'll show you exactly what you want, when you want it. Um, they'll help you out every step of the way. You can even uh, pet Earl the dog on the way in. He's a, he's a, he is a loving soul. Now, also, they have your uh, SEC favorites, whether it's Alabama, Arkansas, Tennessee, you name it. They have it. Their top summer brands, Genteel Apparel, Free Fly, Fair Harbor, Duckhead, Mizzet, and Maine. Get in there right now. Check out those brands while we're still in the heart of summer. Whether you're searching for that perfect outfit, unique gifts, vintage vinyl, sports memorabilia, hunting and outdoor essentials, local Oxbow has you covered. Again, 964 June Road, off Poplar on June Road, behind the Amico Station. Um, get those Memphis Tigers uh, polo shirts before you head into the Liberty Bowl coming up on Saturday. 
to watch them face off against Bethune-Cookman. And also, you can order them online. Go to shopoxbow.com. Shopoxbow.com carries just about everything they have in store and their online store. And what I'll do for you, when you go to checkout at shopoxbow.com, put in my promo code. You can put in your promo code at checkout, and mine is The Gabe Show. All caps, one word, no spaces, The Gabe Show. You'll get 20% off your order at shopoxbow.com. Shop local. Shop Oxbow. Now, the NFL, we had a lot transpire over the weekend. We're done with preseason games. Those ended last night. Uh, but we have a couple of uh, pretty big news stories that, that happened over the weekend. One, Josh Jacobs looks like he's going to start the year as a Raider. He got paid, so he will. Uh, they have ended the holdout there. And then Trey Lance. After- Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Being named the third string quarterback for the 49ers. He's on a new team. Tell you who that is when we return. 92.9 FM ESPN. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Kuhn Show. Live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. NFL preseason is in the rear view now. Two weeks until week one of the NFL season. And honestly, over the weekend, we had a lot of NFL news drops uh, with some some pretty substantial players either being moved, uh, agreeing to terms. But first one, agreeing to terms. We have Josh Jacobs, one year, $12 million. He's going to return to the Raiders and actually play this season. And on that note, they did. Uh, he's switching his number from 28 to 8, which he wore at Alabama. This is good. Um, ultimately for Josh Jacobs and the Raiders. He gets to come back out, show that he can be the leader in all-purpose yards again. He led the league in rushing yards last year uh, before they went into all those issues and had the contract dispute. 
Um, but this is a guy, I mean, we were talking for a minute there about Brian Hoyer and Amir Abdullah being the starting uh, backfield um, there for the Raiders. Now it's going to be Jimmy G, and it's going to be Josh Jacobs. Um, I, I do, I have struggled with this. I've struggled with this for Raiders fans in particular. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? You want to be bad. You want to have a high pick. You don't feel like you're going to compete in the playoffs. But you do have the guys that you have uh, paid money for. Jimmy G, three years, $75 million. Now Josh Jacobs, one year, $12 million. You still do have a good sort of duo there in the backfield. You're going to win a couple of games. You may win too many games, though, right? Like, there's sort of a double-edged sword with having both these guys back in there. Yeah, and I think that that's a... It's a good conversation to have, especially after, you know, this year they had the seventh pick, but a lot of people think that they took somebody a little early. So you may not have gotten the best value from that seventh pick, so you may want to get another shot at it. You know, yeah. that's a con- that's, a, that's a, They're kind of in that football, you know, no man's land a bit. Yeah, now Josh Jacobs, if you got him in your fantasy, fo- your draft late before you knew he was going to come back, good for you. You yes. have a starting yes. running good back you. now. Um, you have a starting running back now, and you got him for pennies on the dollar. Um, but he's back one year, $12 million. The bigger news for me, though, a um, little more conversation around this, Trey Lance to the Cowboys. So the Cow- we're talking about the Vikings or the Rams or somebody of that nature. The Cowboys trade a fourth-round pick to go get Trey Lance. And I don't know how you view this besides low-risk, high-reward. We don't know if Dak's going to be the guy going into the future. Let's see if we can get some talent in that room and develop. I mean, and they didn't even tell Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott did not know that that trade was going to happen when Jerry Jones and and, and the front office ended up pulling the strings, pulling the, uh, making it happen. So like I, I, it sends a message pretty clear. You bring in Trey Lance, didn't tell Dak Prescott about it. Um, they want to see if they can develop this kid. And he's six three, two twenty. He's got good legs, good arm. He just has to be honed in as an NFL quarterback. And you're coming up on uh, a year of reckoning. For Dak Prescott, I think this is a message. Hey, going forward, if you can't get it done, Dak, we're going to try to find somebody who can. Right. I think the best tweet of the weekend that I saw about the Trey Lance situation is someone said, can anyone, you know, describe this at like a pedestrian level, like so that everybody can understand it. Someone said, you ever seen something at Costco that you don't need 90% off, but you buy it anyway? Yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, it's it's low risk, high reward. Yeah, I low guess. risk, high reward. Ultimately. Um, if I don't you know, are Dak, though, I, are you kind of like, what the hell? Yeah, a you, bit? of course you are. And they didn't tell you. I do wonder how high of reward there is for Trey Lance. I wonder how much confidence he lost being with the 49ers. I mean, he's going into a situation where – uh, if Mike McCarthy doesn't get it done this year, you may have a new coach. Um, if Dak doesn't get it done, you're going to be maybe competing with quarterbacks next year. Like I, I sort of wonder what type of confidence he has left. I think this is good for him um, to get a change of scenery, get out of that situation where he wasn't really valued as much as he was a couple years ago when he's picked number three. Um, but ultimately, is there anything to save? That's what the Cowboys are going to have to figure out the next couple of years. I did think one one thing that the Cowboys did pretty cool over the weekend, though, was give Will Greer that shot to start yep. the game and show out for the rest of the NFL because once the trade happened for Trey Lance, it was pretty obvious that Will Greer was going to be the guy on the outside looking in, and he put on kind of a show, and yep. there was part of me that's like, damn, I don't know if Trey Lance could have done that. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand the potential may still be there with Trey. Trey Lance has got to stay healthy, got to stay on the field, and he's got to learn how to operate from the pocket. And then I think you could have something. That feels like a lot of things. It is. <laughs> it is. But, I mean, <laughs> like, I, I do think people forget he was starting at quarterback yeah. last year before he got hurt in that second game of the year. Yeah, like, broke his leg. He did He did start. Now, granted, they didn't have great options otherwise. You know what I mean? Like, they weren't they weren't in a perfect situation by any stretch of the imagination at the quarterback position. But uh, I, I he did start a couple of games. 
there's something to be unlocked. They just have to decide um, how much is there. How much is there? I think Dak's going to have. Can somebody get it out of him? I think Dak's going to have a better year than people are are making it seem like he's going to have. Let's say say this. The ball is in his court, right? It it is fully in his court. You have Brandon Cooks now. You have C.D. Lamb. Michael Gallup's still there. Tony Pollard's going to be your starting back. Your old line's pretty good. Your defense is going to be top five. Ball's in your court. Go make something happen. And if you can't, we're going to continue trying to develop, bring in new guys that, that may be able to take your job. That that's what that's what it signaled to me. Now they did buy him for a they, they ended up getting him for a very cheap price, but still he's a number he's a former number three overall pick a couple years ago. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Now, uh, Old Dominic, make sure you get over to Old Dominic, check out all their great spirits. Go to olddominic.com to check out all their great products. Um, whether it's gin, vodka, the Hewling Station line. They're about to come out with their line of bourbon, so stay stay abreast. Go to Old Dominic on uh, uh, Twitter, X, Instagram, whatever it is. They will, they will let you know uh, the, the announcement dates, the drop dates for those the, the line of bourbons they're coming out with. But I love the Tennessee whiskey. It's made right here in the heart of downtown Memphis, distilled, barreled, aged, and bottled in Memphis. First time that's been the case with a whiskey since Prohibition. It is Memphis whiskey. It's Old Dominic Memphis whiskey. It's unto its own maple sugar charcoal distilling, so you're going to get that sweet flavor, uh, that sweet finish. Um, and you can drink it neat. You can put it on ice, put it in your favorite cocktail. You're going to love that Old Dominic Tennessee whiskey. It's available everywhere. Ask for it by name at your favorite locally owned liquor store or favorite locally owned restaurant. But don't stop there. Head on downtown to that distillery. Uh, it's state of the art, and you're going to learn what makes Old Dominic so special. You can stop in for a refreshing drink, good cocktail at that bar. You can join them for a tour and tasting that you can book at olddominic.com. And it's perfect for hosting a special event as well. Um, wedding, wedding reception. I've been to some there. It, it's beautiful. It is a beautiful place right up there on the riverfront. You're going to love it but also old dominic's the official spirit of the memphis grizzlies look for that tennessee whiskey look for the gin look for the vodka look for all their great spirits there's two bar locations in the club level at fedex forum uh whether you're watching a game tigers grizzlies you're seeing your favorite artist watching a comedian you're gonna love those two bar locations that serve up craft cocktails nightly at fedex forum old dominic distillery come say hi now small talk is on the way we'll go ahead and get to it after this break 92.9 fm espn here on 92.9, we talk ball every weekday from 4 till 7 p.m. Except right now, it's time for Big Man Small Talk on 92.9's Gabe Coon Show. And Small Talk is brought to you by the Memphis Touchdown Club. They have Tony Barnhart speaking tonight. First of the eight speakers in the fall speaker series. Uh, it, it begins. Um, if you need tickets, you need information, go to memphistdclub.com. All of these speaking engagements, events will be held at Hilton Memphis and East Memphis. Um, I have to start here with Connor. How was your reunion? You had a reunion. It was great, man. It was really, really fun. Um, Everybody, a lot of people came out for the football game on Friday. We got a tour of the University of Carryville High School because it's absolutely insane. They're indoor and everything else? Yeah. They have an indoor football (laughs) facility. It's absolutely unreal. We could barely find a window at the old Carryville High School that I was at. So, very thrilled for all the students there now. Didn't seeing the how old Carville High School isn't the rumor that it was uh, made. It was. Uh, it was. It was constructed it by was a prison maker. By a prison maker. Yeah. And to be honest, as someone who went there, it felt like that sometimes. That really, I'm not really. I'm not joking. Sometimes it was feeling like a miracle to find a window there. But um, I had a great high school experience at Carville, so no, no shade meant. But the new Carville High School was phenomenal. The fields were great. We got to a tour of the facilities. It was uh, truly remarkable. And then the next day. At Ghost River, getting uh, you know having a few with everybody from the class of 2013 was fantastic. Going to shout out everybody that helped put that thing together. They did a tremendous job. Um, 
I have koozies. Oh, I forgot koozies. to tell Jeff I got a koozie. Koozies. I got a koozie for Jeff specifically because I knew it would make him mad. I'll leave. I you have, know what'll happen with that koozie? He'll right, leave it right, right here and he'll write a note saying Gabe, <laughs> and he'll give it to me. Yeah, that's, but no, that's it what was, he does uh, with this koozie. It was fantastic. It, it went. It went great. I can't wait to see everybody again in in ten years. A lot of people had, were very complimentary of uh, of the show. Said that they listened. So shout out to the class of 2013 that made me listening right now. Shout out to great time. 2013. Great time. Collierville High. So uh, my fiance graduated a year before you knew that, right? I did not. I yeah. did not. I actually did not know that. She said her class got along or didn't get along. Your class got along. We so, got along. So That's, no drama. A lot of the conversation was about everyone seems to be doing well. You know, a lot of people <laughs> having babies, getting married. Yeah. Everybody's thriving. There was no drama, no fights, no nothing. Everybody That's got no along fun, great. That's no fun, ultimately. Uh, I, I, I prefer that over the drama, <laughs> yeah. I think. So, yeah. yeah. Well, but for speaking, I mean, now that we're talking about it, I wanted drama. I wanted a little bit. <laughs> I know there is not. The, the only drama that happened was that we got hit by basically a monsoon as soon as the uh, yes. as soon as it started. That storm came out of nowhere. It wasn't yep. supposed to rain. And felt then, some of it in uh, St. Dude, Louis as it well was, this weekend. It was angry. My my, uh, my buddy actually got done coaching his first game at Viani High. They were playing Parkway West mm. out in uh, St. Louis. They ended up winning, but it was it was nasty. It got delayed for a few hours. Carville won their game, by the way. They yeah. beat Beach. Yeah, shout out. So shout out to uh, my man Deontay Robinson, good friend, winning his first game as a coach for Vianney High, private school out there in uh, in St. Louis. Uh, Trent Green went there. You remember Trent Green, sure. quarterback? Yeah, yeah. Come on, you remember? I really don't. Chiefs quarterback, uh-uh. Rams quarterback. Not ringing a bell. Oh dang. Well, sorry. <laughs> I have I have no other point of reference. You said Rams. For you. I don't know. I, I, I you have, keep out. I don't know. I have no other point of reference for you. Sorry, so we're, we're pretty screwed there. Um. Now there was some drama on the spe- the, the uh, set of undisputed today. Yes, okay, when I can I say something like truthfully, when I heard Keyshawn Johnson, Michael Irvin, Richard Sherman, Skip Bayless, I thought it was going to be like they were going to split them up, but they had a panel with all, all four of them at once. What are we doing? Who signed off on this? That is the loudest set in America. They should do it like the Royal Rumble, just like. Every like fifteen I mean, minutes, release one of them. The only positive I can come up with is Skip barely talked. That's barely. the only positive I can come up the with. Screenshots the screenshots of his of face were ridiculous. Are the rest of it was ridiculous. <laughs> the the Michael- back and forth, <laughs> talking over each other, screaming at Michael Irvin getting up. And, that was fantastic. I mean, that, that's what he does. And then the Lil Wayne intro. The Lil Wayne intro. Uh, so I have a friend at Fox Sports. You want to hear? You want to hear something? I yes. Have, I, I got my hands on a uh, on a itemized. Uh, you know, run through of the day. We have a leak? Yeah. I have a <gasps> schedule right here. Fantastic. Schedule of the day. 4 a.m., Skip meets with producers. 4.15 oh a.m., Richard, Keyshawn, Michael arrive to lot. They they literally put this in there. 4.30, Richard, Keyshawn, and Michael meet with producers. 5.30, Richard does hair, makeup, wardrobe. 5.40, Keyshawn does hair, makeup, wardrobe. 5.50, Michael does hair, makeup, wardrobe. Skip's the last. He does hair, makeup, wardrobe at 6 o'clock. 6.15, talent to set, 6.30 live on air. 7 o'clock, Lil Wayne arrives to lot. 8 o'clock, this is kind of funny to me. I figured Lil Wayne would come prepared, how he's going to look on TV when he shows up in the lot. He's, he's done this a long time. But Lil Wayne does hair, makeup, and wardrobe. Then Lil Wayne's live on air at 8.30. Then they're off air at 9 o'clock. 9.15, dinner with myself. I can't cancel that again. Five, yeah, exactly. Five hours, five hours, five hours. Oh, four to nine. Do we do that? They, no, no, I don't. I don't no, show no, up. No, 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 no. We do not. I meet with you, but I, I do meet with you. Oh, we meet show. plenty we meet, of times. Yes. Yeah, pre-show. 
But Skip meets with his producers at 4 a.m. If I'm his producers, I would be very fr- I would oh, hate that. If, if I was his producers, I wouldn't have that job. 4 a.m., I'm out. No, but thank you. All of them on set at once was, I did not expect that. It was nuts. Who signed, like, Fox really signed off on that. That's crazy. Like, I mean, listen, <laughs> I understand it may be entertaining, but you don't know what, like, you don't actually take anything away from that. They're just screaming at each other the whole time, talking over each other. You know when in, like, a cartoon when they zoom in on, like, Homer's brain and just crazy stuff is going on inside of it? Yes. That's what that looked like. It was insane. It was insane, but they're going to keep going with it, so we'll see how it, uh, see how it ages. They're going to have to do something where, like, hey, you get a minute. Listen, you get I like a the idea of it. They just got to put it together a little bit. Yeah, they can't just keep talking over each other. Skip at, Skip at one point goes, well, we have to get to a break because you guys talk too much. Michael was just you walking expect, around Skip? set screaming. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> I'm one of the greatest ever. I was there. It was about catching the ball, yeah. with, catching the ball with your hands versus your body. Right. Oh, yeah. Richard Sherman <laughs> went after him. But, yeah, that was something. That was a sight to behold. Now, one hour left in the show. Hop into the Blitz at 630. Talk about uh, Jim Harbaugh and what he said about revenue sharing in college football. But coming up next is the Associate Executive Director of the Autos on Liberty Bowl. Talk about week zero. Look ahead to week one. That's Harold Grader. He's next. 92.9 FM ESPN. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.